You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to the Oz Network as we bring you another Australian Survivor 2017 exit interview. The fifth boot is with us today, and another sad morning for me. One of my other favourites has gone. We lost Tarzan yesterday. We lost Amy Stanton. Last night, oh, dear old Amy, was uh, definitely one of our favourites and um, so sad that she's gone. And uh, great chat, though, we have with Amy here, talking a little bit, obviously, about the blind side, just how shocking it was, clearly. We also learn a little bit about her relationship with Lockie and an interesting debate that apparently is uh, coming out since her vote out with her, her one-liner that she dropped about getting a palmer in a pot. Apparently there's been a bit of a, a debate in terms of what she actually said and what's the correct way of saying it. So uh, here we go. Very fun chat with Amy Stanton, the fifth booted contestant from Australian Survivor 2017. <laughs> Big pleasure to welcome our next guest here to the Oz Network this morning, the most recently voted out contestant from Australian Survivor. Please welcome Amy Stanton. Amy, thank you for joining us on the show this morning. Thank you for having me, Ben. <laughs> now, this is this is two mornings in a row. I uh, kind of don't want to talk to the person I'm meant to be interviewing because I don't, I don't want you out of the game yet, Amy. I said this to Tarzan yesterday and uh, I'm, I'm waking up very sad this morning. So, uh, yeah, this, is, this, is, this isn't good. Why are all my favourites getting voted out early? This isn't, this isn't fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're so sweet, Ben. Yeah, look... It was uh, it was an awesome blind side. Like <laughs> the look on my face, you, yeah, these things happen, I suppose. And yeah. No, hats off to AK. He's done well. Yeah, I mean, it was incredibly shocking. I mean, it's it's always good as a fan of Survivor, of course, to see a good old blind side. But uh, you know, not so good when one of your favourites go. But I mean, the the thing that kind of was amazing about this tribal council is we have kind of the, the alliance of eight falling to pieces because you've got two warring alliances that have just been formed to go in there and you you obviously were extremely confident that your side was going to take out AK I mean just just going into that and kind of the formation of that rogue alliance I guess you could say how I mean you were obviously extremely confident that, that was going to work weren't you <laughs> yeah, I was probably, some might say, overconfident. <laughs> um, yeah, I just, like, I didn't have a clue. I thought I thought 100%, oh, we've got this down packed, like, AK's getting the boot tonight. And, yeah, it didn't work out that way, obviously. And, no, it's, it's off to them. It was hilarious. So I, I did not have a clue what was going on. I left half my staff back at camp. And <laughs> remember at one point... Um, Peter and Jared were talking on the beach and I remember walking up to them and be like, oh, what were you guys talking about? <laughs> and they're like, oh, um, just the weather. And I'm like, oh, sweet. <laughs> and then I got brewed. I'm like, they weren't talking about the weather. <laughs> <laughs> and it must be then interesting, of course, then to, to kind of see how that all played out watching it on, on the screens last night. I mean, does that bring closure in some sense to kind of think, well, hang on a minute, that wasn't a weather conversation. Clearly, that was where they were trying to get me out of this game. Um. Yeah, look, I kind of, I knew what happened after I got booted. It was just unfortunate. I obviously got really close to Lockie and he was basically the top dog and he carried us in all the challenges and they're like, well, we can't get rid of the top dog, let's get rid of his little bitch kind of thing. So, <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> that's basically what happened, but... Yeah. Was it is it surprising that they don't go after the top dog though? Because I mean, I, I know kind of the the rhetoric there was that 
he, you need him for the challenges because, uh, you know, he's very strong and, you know, we need that person around for that. But on the flip side, I guess Samatau aren't exactly winning challenges. So, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of, would they really have needed him that much and maybe they should have targeted him instead of you? Yeah, look, I think that was thought about and they did plan on doing that. But then, like, in the end, the smart, the smartest thing to do was to get rid of me because if Lockie was gone, they even though we're already losing challenges, we would have been really losing challenges. <laughs> <laughs> we would have been way back. So, yeah, it's just what happens in the end. Yeah, and, I mean, just I guess for a lot of people listening to this, uh, a lot of Australia is madly in love with Lockie. Uh, I mean, Amy, you were very close to him. What, what, tell us... Just from personal experience, just how amazing is Lockie? Because, I mean, you know, the guy's got everything. He's attractive. He's nice. He's, you know, everything about him. And, I mean, clearly there was something that drew you into kind of working with him. I'm not necessarily saying it was the attractiveness, but, I mean, just how awesome is Lockie? (laughs) Oh, look, look, Lockie is the greatest, and there's a lot on... You don't see everything that goes on on the episodes, obviously. And he is just a really genuine guy, and that's what I like. He was like an older brother to me. And him and Tara, like, Tara is amazing as well. And I was, yeah, attracted to both of them. And, yeah, that's just what happens. In in the end, it's just a game. And, look, I probably should have played it harder and I should have um, detached myself from them. But, I don't know, I... It's hard when friendships get involved. It's a lot harder than it looks when you become really close to people. Yeah, for sure. And was there anybody out of the the ones that did actually vote for you, the five people, who was the most surprising that kind of flipped over to that that new alliance that did form last night? Um, It was definitely Peter because you don't really see it that much on the show, but it was me and Lockie were close and then there was Tara and Peter and everything we said we're taking, it's going to be us for... It's going to be us for, and I don't know why Peter got so paranoid about that because Tara was saying everything we'd do. We're like, yeah, we got to take Peter here. And we're like, yeah, we love Peter. And then it was like, Peter, dude, what's going on? <laughs> but I love Peter and I really hope he does well. Yeah, yeah. It certainly was very interesting to see how that all, all came across. And, and I, kind of from your perspective, though, Amy, I mean, you know, all jokes aside, I mean, you were definitely coming into this one of my favourites. And I know a lot of people out there uh, sort of loved your, your pre-game stuff and were very excited to see kind of how you were going to go in this. I mean, how, how did you sort of come into this wanting to play the game? Was it similar to what you were doing, kind of try and get yourself in an alliance, how you did? I mean, were there, you mentioned sort of before about things that you might not have done. I mean, was there any aspects of your game coming into this you weren't able to really do given that you were voted out as early as as you were at this point um well yeah i came into the game wanting to lay low and build relationships which i did build relationships and you didn't see much of me on the screen but i did have a really strong social game and in the end it's <laughs> it's just how the cookie crumbles like there's no point crying over spilt milk so it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's a good I mean, it's a great attitude that's two obviously yourself and Tarzan you know taken out in in these blind sides and fan favorites and all this sort of stuff but you guys obviously you're leaving the game with your heads held high i mean this is i think what a lot of people like seeing about survivor is that when people can go out there particularly in such an epic blind side because you know we've seen the opposite of this clearly plenty of times before amy that uh, people in your position are not too happy with uh, how they get voted out. Instead, you're just wanting to go and get a pot and a palmer after the game. So that's how we <laughs> like it. 
Yeah, I, I was so happy. I couldn't wipe the smile off my face. Like, no, I wasn't happy I was leaving. I was just happy, like, that I was out that way. Like, what an awesome blindside. Like, I don't know if you saw the look on my face. I was just gobsmacked, and <laughs> it was hilarious. So, and it's in the end, it's just a game, and there's always going to be 23 losers and only one winner. So it doesn't really matter if you're first to go, fifth to go, or second last to go. Like... There's always going to be one winner. <laughs> That's a great attitude. And similar to what I was saying to Tarzan too yesterday, I feel that a lot of people who are watching this show, or this season, I should say, from outside of Australia, learning a lot of great Australian words from people like yourself and Tarzan. And just the fact that when you get blindsided, you drop the uh, magnificent word of spewing. And uh, I've already noticed that that's quite, it's been spread around quite a lot on social media the next day to the Survivor fans. So you're already getting out there as a bit of a meme, Amy. So that's working well for you. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Like, I I know I wasn't featured much, but when I was, I just had a couple of, couple of one-liners here and there, but (laughs) there's nothing wrong with that. (laughs) Absolutely none. Absolutely none. And this is the thing too, that, uh, you know, we, I'm sure you've probably been asked about a hundred times this morning, have you gone and gotten the pot and palmer? I mean, my question on that is how many of these, you know, palmers and pots have you gone to the pub and gotten since you've come back from Samoa? Um, I went straight away to get one and that was great. But then I actually went to the Philippines for six weeks and, oh, the fruit is atrocious over there, man. So I, stuck, I stuck to rice mostly, but wow. my, definitely thinking of getting another one this afternoon. Wow, there you go. And I just want to clarify this. Lots of people are saying that it's a palmy and it's not a palmer, but it's definitely a palmer. We're not from Adelaide, so. (laughs) Well, that's the thing, because, I mean, we're we're down here in Tassie, and I guess we kind of say both. It's kind of, you know, it's one of those ones where I think we just, we understand both and we don't fight over, but is that an Adelaide thing that people are saying that it's definitely a palmy and not a palmer? Oh, yeah. People are getting real, like, annoyed about it. Wow. I'm popping messages like, um, it's a palmy, and (laughs) I'm, like, getting real lippy with me. I'm like, oh, relax your flaps, mate. Like, (laughs) (laughs) Wow, there you go. Well, I mean, look, we we know you've got a habit of, like, walking from one city to the next. You can always just, you know, start walking to Adelaide and start, you know, replying to them in person, perhaps, if you've got nothing else to do, I mean. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think that's what, and that's probably one of the other reasons AK voted me off, because we did fight a lot on the island about if it was a palmer or a palmy <laughs> and he's probably like i better get rid of her <laughs> i'm surprised that wasn't in his voting confessional i mean he's to- talking about everyone having velcro wallets and fast food problems i mean i'm surprised <laughs> that he doesn't drop a one-liner during his voting confessional <laughs> i know i was actually spewing he didn't like i, I live for his one-liners no nah, he, he's a t- he's a top bloke and i hope he goes far yeah yeah now i mean obviously uh you know it's a, it's a loaded question i guess when i say this but i mean I, I, from this point on are you rooting for Lockie are you rooting for Tara to kind of turn this around now that obviously this alliance has flipped on this uh, Summer Tower 8 yeah look I really hope they do because they are such amazing people I really hope they go far but again I hope others do too like Jared and Peter they're obviously flying a little bit under the radar at the moment but yeah, I think they'll come up with some big moves in the end and we'll just have to see what happens. Yeah, we'll definitely keep an eye on it. And just one thing before we let you go, Amy, that uh, I've also noticed, me mentioning, obviously, I was, I was a huge fan of yours coming into this and a lot of people out there are feeling it this morning. I noticed uh, Flick from last season was very sad that you were voted out. And there's also uh, a couple of accounts there I've seen on Twitter. I know there's an Amy fans uh, Twitter handle as well that was uh, that was going around throughout these uh, first few weeks of Survivor. I mean, how, how has that fan reaction? Have you found it that... 
you mentioned, obviously, you weren't probably shown as much as you wanted to be, but you still obviously got a bit of a fan community going out there. Oh, that's lovely to hear. Most of the comments I'm reading is like, oh, Amy's a massive bogan. (laughs) (laughs) I I love reading stuff like that. It's hilarious. And yeah, I'm glad I have got a a few fans at least out of it. And yeah, no, it's it's great stuff. And it was just such a great experience. We we went into it like labelling you a bogan, but saying in the good way. We're like, this is like the type of bogan that Australia's going to love. This is like, she's amazing. This is great. We're going to love her. And I mean, we even got a couple of our uh, comments this morning. We didn't really have any questions for you. We just got comments saying how sad they were that you left. I mean, one from our, one of our long-term listeners, Mitch, he was, simply says, so sad you left, you were hilarious, loved your humour, so wished you got a better edit. So this is kind of the fan feedback that you're getting out there, Amy. So there you go. Oh, that's so sweet, yeah. I, 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 there's nothing wrong with being a bogan, by the way. Absolutely I'm- not. That's what we were saying. <laughs> we were saying everyone thinks it's a bad thing, but we're saying, no, this is a good thing. She's, she's good bogan and we're going to love her. No, nah, that's that's sweet. Thank you so much. Nah, that makes me happy. <laughs> You're most welcome. That's what we're here to do, Amy. We're here to make you happy. And we really do appreciate you being on the show. Uh, commiserations, obviously, for the vote out. But, uh, look, we'll, we'll get you back on again in the future. We'll talk more about pots and palmers and why it doesn't really matter what you call it. It's still a bloody good piece of food at the end of the day. <laughs> Yes, I'll have to come down to Tassie and we can have a beer together. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> Amy, thank you for your time and uh, we, we really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Have a good day. There we go. Amy Stanton, great fun talking to her. And, uh, yeah, I just, uh, I'm sad that we're losing all these great people out there that, um, you know, that I like. I mean, clearly, as we always see in any of my predictions in any of these shows, I seem to lose the ones that I don't like, uh, that I do like. I, I, I just, I can't predict them very well. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, anyway, big thanks to Amy for joining us on the show. And as always, big thanks to Channel 10 for making these exit interviews happen. Uh, if you uh, are not aware, there is no Survivor on tonight. There's only two episodes this week. So Australian Survivor will return Sunday at 7.30 p.m. on Channel 10. So have a bit of a reprieve from your Survivor dose at this stage. Uh, but good news, though, for all fans of Australian Survivor and wanting to hear us talk more about Australian Survivor, because I know you do. That's why you're listening to the Oz Network. We have a very special guest, of course, coming on this week. We have 2002 Australian Survivor contestant, the original season, season one. That's why I still refer to this season that we're watching right now as season four. Season one, 2002, Channel 9's version of Australian Survivor. Most Australian fans of Survivor want to forget that that show ever happened. But we have got somebody from that season, Lance Brooks. Now, um, I've actually been watching this version of it uh, since, uh, I guess, this season started. And I'm basically nearly done. And I've actually been enjoying it a lot more this time around than uh, I have the first few times I've actually watched it. But uh, Lance is one of, uh, one of the ones that have gotten back in contact with us. We've tracked a whole bunch down. But, of course, if you're not familiar... With what Lance did and what happened with Lance, of course, the season was dominated by the Tapara tribe, just completely whitewashed the Kadena, completely pagong them. And uh, basically, once they got down to the final seven, there were just seven Tapira members left, and Lance was the first to go at that merge and was completely blindsided. So it's probably appropriate that we have him on the show based off the fact that Amy went out in a complete blindside last night. So it'll be very kind of uh, connected, I guess, when we can start talking to Lance. Now, Lance will be talking about Australian Survivor this season, recapping the two episodes this week, and of course, talking a little bit about 
his experience on Australian Survivor back in 2002. So we're putting the call out there still for questions. If you've got any questions for Lance, it can be related to his season, it can be related to this season, it can be related to anything Survivor related. You can get them into us. The Oz Network at hotmail.com is our direct email, or of course you can head to the oznetwork.net, click on the contact form and send us a message there. If you're on Facebook or Twitter, both versions there, you can get us questions and um, we'll be recording that tomorrow night, Wednesday night so you've still got a little over 24 hours get some questions in there anything you want we'll get them to lance and uh unlike when we had andrew on for our preview episode we'll remember to um ask the questions to our guest uh but of course while you're out there subscribe to us itunes stitcher spotify we're on all those services there while you're there remember to uh subscribe as i just said and of course you can leave us feedback you can rate us from one two three four five stars i'm going to say about a four today i think we did pretty all right with amy and um our tarzan interview so there you go uh and leave us a comment or two that would be much appreciated and a big thanks to uh all the support that we've gotten out there um during during the season uh we're back into the itunes charts it's been obviously a little bit since we were since our Survivor Oz days, and uh, it's very much uh, appreciative uh, that we that we are there. Obviously, there's uh, plenty of Australian Survivor podcasts out there that we are obviously know are all doing a lot of hard work, and uh, particularly a few out there that um, you know you might get confused as to what other podcasts are out there in terms of the name. Uh, there's legitimately a podcast now called Oz Survivor. So, uh, we're going to be starting our own side project very soon. I'm going to be calling it Podcast Has a Ben just to uh, keep up with trends. Uh, And, of course, obviously, on that note, there is uh, a very similar-sounding podcast with uh, the word Oz in it that uh, obviously has been fronted by a former contestant that probably, um, you know, gets a little bit more uh, listeners than we do. But, hey, cool. If they want to use part of our name, then by all means, go for it. We don't trademark it, but... Hey, look, that's how the cookie crumbles. Anyway, let's let's get out of here. Thanks, Amy, once again for joining us here on the show today. And to everybody who's been listening to these, we appreciate your support. And we will be back, of course, next week for more exit interviews. And we'll be back in a little over a day and a half to bring you our weekly recap with Australian Survivor Season 1 contestant Lance Brooks. Stay tuned to the Oz Network. In the meantime, we've got some Nip Tuck and Third Watch episodes coming your way, as well as continuing our George Romero review series on the Living Dead series. We've got our Dawn of the Dead coming out later this week. It's a fun episode that we did. And if you haven't seen Atomic Blonde, or perhaps you have and you want to hear a little bit about it, Colin and his wife Jamie did a spoiler-free review, which is also available online as well continuing our movie arm of the podcast series and colin will also have an amazing race canada episode coming up with special guest rossi as well so stay tuned for that everything's happening on the oz network it's a busy time and it's a busy time right now for me to press stop and thank you again for your company here on the oz network until next time my name has been ben and we'll speak to you soon thank you for listening to the oz network don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week for more information hit us up at theoznetwork.net